Welcome to the show. What is the show? Simply put, the hosts arrive each episode armed with elaborate and convoluted theories. They and their guests share and discuss back and forth until one theory reigns supreme. There isn't actually a winner or a loser, it's just a fun game between friends. Still unsure on the rules? Well, please, let me explain. I love, I love the fact that it's just like, all right, doing the sync clap, three, two, one, clap, boom, I'm immediately hit back by it. <sighs> I feel for you in this day. Thank you. I, I appreciate your sympathy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do we want to start the podcast? Yeah, uh, we should probably do that. We, we, I mean, we could. Pod- okay. Well, this is, and this is a fun, this is a, com- a combo. This is a, a this twofer. is a combo today. Because... Mm-hmm. Because, hey, there's four of us on the episode today. There are four of us? You can count? I can count. I Someone can count. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a couple oh. special abilities. I know how to drive, and I can count. Those are my two special abilities as a gay wow. person. I can do at least one of those things. Same. Yeah. Uh, let's, I dabble let's go, in everything. Let's go around, yeah, let, 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 let's go around the room, and let's all say our special gay abilities. <laughs> Who here knows astrology? I do. Oh, that's a big get. Oh, that that must be really wonderful for you. It it is. It, it's mm-hmm. a very useful skill. Mm-hmm. What do they call it when Venus is in retrograde? What is that? Good question. I have absolutely no. Sorry, idea. no, no, no. It's Gatorade. Okay, hi. Welcome to a podcast. <laughs> it's Let Me Explain and Pride, Prejudice, and Podcasts. What We're up? both here today for a very special, wonderful episode where we are going to be discussing. The wonderful, horribly ooky, spooky movie *Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies*. So spooky, <laughs> which very spooky. Gonna be honest, kind of slapped. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, absolutely correct about that. <laughs> it was honestly pretty good. I but, would watch uh, it again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Debatable so who, in my case. So, but... so who are we? Because I guaranteed uh, we've got you know. We got two different audiences that are going to be listening to this, so we should probably yes, tell people who we are. So, mm-hmm. hi, I'm your pumpkin spiced co-host, Emily, <laughs> and emotionally right now I'm on a hay ride. <laughs> oh. oh my god! Okay, <laughs> and I am the incarnation of absolute terror. Your other co-host, Teray, and you know. Halloween is the time for me to buy extremely meaninglessly expensive, tiny little things that I will never wear again. And that is exactly what I have done. You're so valid. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, I'm yet another co-host. I'm your goblin host, Ari. Um, and one day I'm going to marry Georgiana Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the final co-host, your humble bridge troll, Kaylee. <laughs> Um, and I will fight you for Georgiana Darcy. <laughs> I'm gonna win. Oh. It's oh, an ooky spooky episode. We got some blood sport going already. I'm so excited. A challenge has been issued. I can't mm-hmm. wait to see how this goes down. Oh my. Yeah. So this is a podcast where we do a summary mm-hmm. and we talk about our theories. But this is also another podcast where other stuff happens. 
it's a summary. And then we kind of cry over Darcy. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I spend too much time talking about how gay I am for characters. Yeah, that's too. So, I to mean... summarize, it's going to be summary, crying, gay, theories. Sounds good. Yeah. Good works for me. But the gay is going to be throughout, and so is the crying, and so is the ADHD for me. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm feeling expectation. Ex- Especially spicy. There we go. I got my words in the, <laughs> Congratulations. In the end. <sighs> you know how some kids will look down and they'll do the like the L's with both their hands to see like left or right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes to pronounce yeah. words, I will think up the word itself in my head. And and then when I try to read it from what I'm imagining in my head, I always get tripped up. <laughs> And I really and I really should stop doing it. See, when I was a kid and I had to do the L's with my hand, I was always so confused. It's like, oh, it makes an L. And I'm like, well, they're both L's, but one of them's backwards. So I'd spend mm-hmm. time trying to figure out which one was like the best looking L and I never understood it. Yeah. Well, th- listen, this one's left and this one's the Waluigi L. Yeah. So you know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Remember, come on, come on, it's, don't you remember the classic posters in your elementary school that are like, make sure to look both ways, I mean ways. <laughs> yeah, just remember oh that poster God. was just a giant Waluigi head just on the wall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All yeah. hail Waluigi, All our hail. Lord and savior. <laughs> well, listen, if anything, this is a spooky episode, and who better to be, well, this is both a spooky and a romantic episode because it's bright and precious. All romance. So who better do for us to talk about than Waluigi? <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I just take a moment? There was a time in freshman year of college where I spent an entire day sending my sister pictures of sexy Waluigi. <laughs> and the thing is, eventually she's like, Ari, I need you to stop. I'm on a date right now. So I responded with yet another picture of Waluigi and said, your date has arrived. And she's just like... <laughs> you are helping to set the mood. Yeah. And also, like, what do you mean sexy pictures of Waluigi? Isn't that just, like, game assets? Listen. That's just the base picture. Oh, my God. Listen, he, pl- he plays tennis because he's always here about 15 love. That's a tennis term. Emily, I'll take I'll your word kill for you. it. Hi, my name's Emily. I I know some sports. Oh like my God. all I know how to do is and do curling. the really fast serve <laughs> on Wii Sports. Mm-hmm. Emily, of all the sports, curling is one that you know <laughs> far too much about. I know another third sport. It's um, Yuri on Ice. Oh, yes, my any... favorite sport, Yuri on Ice. Oh, yes. If it's any consolation, favorite. I know how to play cricket. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, hey, if, if 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 I ever make it up to, like, anywhere that everyone lives at some point, I would love an excuse to dress up in a period costume and play cricket. I'm so down. I'm in. <laughs> I will make yeah. a waistcoat. <laughs> Hey, so back to our episode. No, 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 no. Let's go back to Waluigi. No, I think I want to talk about more about Waluigi in a waistcoat. Actually, (laughs) is he not already wearing a waistcoat? Oh my god! 
He's no. wearing he's wearing one of those uh, vest corsets that you keep seeing on Instagram ads. Stop. Okay, but can you imagine Pride and Prejudice, but Waluigi is Darcy? No. love it simultaneously I don't like that if mr like darcy it. was sponsored by hot topic uh-huh. th- that would be the darcy of this movie oh yeah oh yeah absolutely. <laughs> he's the manager and mm-hmm. if bingley was brendan yuri that's what this movie is yeah oh my god it's it, now it's, the movie is just my chemical romance versus panic at the disco <laughs> Oh my god. So what? Okay, all right. Okay, so what the fuck is Pride and Prejudice? And what happens in Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies? And yeah. Okay. Well, to start off with, I feel like we should actually like talk a little bit about what this movie was. So it was originally a book published in 2013, um, and then they made it into a movie, which sure. Uh, yeah, and then Lily James plays Lizzie and Sam Riley plays Darcy. I will say Lily James is my wife, and so I was very excited for that. <laughs> yeah. Darcy is a drowned yeah. rat, and we appreciate this. <laughs> a drowned rat! <laughs> so for those who don't know, uh, Pride and Prejudice. Hey, Kaylee, what is a very quick explanation we can do of what Pride and Prejudice is? Uh, isn't it uh, acquaintances to enemies to friends to lovers? <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's acquaintances to enemies, but only enemies on Lizzie's side because Darcy's already in love. And then it's not really friends. It's just enemies to enemies. And then they're like, well, maybe I like you. And then it's immediately to lovers. (laughs) See, I love that because I truly love the idea of finally somewhere one day, just like being at a class with someone, I kind of start talking with the person that I sit next to. And then eventually I finally learn that I hate them. (laughs) With every fiber, fiber of my being. Oh my god. <laughs> so, quick Liz- version of Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> it's about the five Bennett sisters. Jane, yep. Elizabeth, Mary, Kitty, and Lydia. They're poor. They need to marry rich. A rich guy named Bingley moves to town. Jane falls in love. His friend Darcy's there. Elizabeth hates him. Lots of stuff happens. Uh, Darcy proposes. Lizzie's like, no, I hate you. More stuff happens. Eventually, they fall in love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it, a pretty concise summary. First impressions. First impressions. No, no, that was wrong. no, no, that was a good episode. We're done now. All right, everybody, play the <laughs> intro. I played out. Play, play, play the, the outro. outro. All right, cool. So, Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. Uh-huh, first impressions gone wrong. First impressions gone wrong. Now with zombies. This Which, movie is just like so interesting to me like it was an experience let me tell you yeah Mm -hmm. my biggest surprise was how big the puppet budget was oh my god it starts off with this really incredible intro which is like i don't know if it was puppets stop motion or just art and animating but it was incredible yeah Yeah, i think it was just like and like art it kind of reminded me of the opening of good omens oh yeah yeah and it and it tells us like the entirety of how the world came to be shit like this and how london is like a super safe central f- fortress or something like that and mm-hmm. 
people are British. People are I, British. People are British in this movie. If you're not okay with British people, you might want to sit this one out. Yeah. But they, I like how they do illustrate in the very beginning that colonization was the real plague the whole time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very important. Very important to note. Oh, there's also a... Sorry. I had to Google something. <laughs> Tell us your knowledge. Okay, so I was thinking about, like, you know, you have to you have to do theories for this for your show, and I was like, yes. Okay, so how did the Black Plague become a zombie plague? Like, what is what would the hypothetical science rats. behind that? I don't think it's zombie rats. I zombie think rats. End no. sentence. Born again rats. No. <laughs> As opposed to born again Christians, which could also be considered a plague. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, getting spicy up in here. <laughs> got those. Got the history cake. major. I have to pepper it in somewhere. <laughs> that's a, that's a fair how else am I gonna fucking use it? Exactly. So I'm just like, how how did that? How does Black Plague equal equal zombie? And then I'm gonna go. It it's not the Black Plague. I think they think it's the Black Plague, but I don't think it's the Black Plague. It's either a fungus or a worm. Fun fact. Because there's actually mm. a fungus and a worm that do that. Interesting. Okay. I can Interesting. I can get into more detail, but like I don't know how much you guys want to know. No, thank you. No, no thank <laughs> you. Let's just stop right there. Okay. The end. Worms are scary. <laughs> it's, it's like yeah. Basically, basically, what both of the the creatures I guess do is they, in the case of like crickets, they take over the brain of the cricket. And forces the cricket mm-hmm. to drown itself so that it can then breed within the the body of water. Wig. And so I'm thinking that this black plague was very. I use black plague loosely. This was very loosely based on that, and then took over mm-hmm. the brains of the rats, and then the rats were forced mm-hmm. to go eat brains, and then it gets transferred to humans, and humans go mm-hmm. mm, brains zombie. So yes. so basically. Anytime in the movie that you hear crickets, that means, <laughs> <That's>... shit's, <laughs> that means shit's about to go down. Yeah. Oh, I like this. I like this. Ooh. We'll have to pay I attention to the like cricket this. noises. I mean, I'm just going to rewatch the movie for the for the skirt slits and the legs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, let's, before we even talk about the plot, I feel like we should just touch on costumes since Tere just brought that up. Mm-hmm. The scariest yes. thing in this movie is the inaccuracies. <laughs> let's just. Oh, my God. Um, Can I just, I have a picture to put in the chat that I found when I was just looking at their costumes, and I feel like Tere is going to get very upset with me. Go, put, drop it in. Let's, put it, let's, drop let's, it yeah, in. It's, let's it's talk going. about it's it. Going. Let's discuss. Oh. Um, Hmm. Yep, so mm-hmm. we, yeah, um, I actually, so I did find a Vernon Manor video where she does kind of mention this movie very briefly. Uh-huh. She said, most things are correct except for the shape of the corsets and the fact that they're not wearing chemises underneath Oh corsets. my god, yes, that, so the fact, this picture I just dropped in the chat, it's, um, what is it, it's Lydia, Mary, and Kitty, I want to say? Oh wait, is that Lizzie? I can't tell these characters apart. Yeah, that's. I believe it's Lydia, Mary, and Kitty. Sorry, our, do- but our dogs are. But they're wondering. wearing corsets, and they have nothing underneath, which is a huge red flag because you're supposed to wear something underneath your corset. It should not touch your bare skin, and so that makes me incredibly mad. So Waluigi. <laughs> no, no. We're stopping that, Emily. Fine. 
I think Waluigi would wear period accurate corsets and chemises. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> I need you to stop for the sake of my sanity. What sanity? <laughs> you lived with me for two years. I'm surprised you have any left. How many times did we watch Megamind? <laughs> we had it on repeat one day and it just kept playing on the TV. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I'm Grace. sorry. Megamind? Yeah, Megamind. The greatest cinematic masterpiece ever created. It's You're a good movie. Absolutely yeah. correct about that. I love that oh, movie. It's, oh, it's a great-ass movie. I love Megamind. Trey, why don't we have Megamind on the list? That's an excellent question. We should add Megamind to the list. It's on Netflix now. We can do Netflix part. Yeah, it's on. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. So, okay. All right. <laughs> rewind, 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 rewind. Right, Welcome to our back. Megamind episode. We're going to be talking about... <laughs> okay, so throw everything out the window. Let's talk about Megamind. Yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Let's start with music Just... choices. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> Megamind, Megamind soundtrack and the Iron Man 1 soundtrack are the same. Prove me wrong. You can't. The, the, it's the same soundtrack. Fully. <laughs> Am I wrong? Okay. You're okay, going to look Megamind, at me and you're going to me tell me Me-, that me I'm Megamind wrong? mini-soda over. <laughs> Pride, <laughs> Prejudice, and Zombos. Please. <laughs> yes. Okay, well, mm-hmm. well. First of all, in the picture that Ari sent to the chat, a mm-hmm. no chemises. B the corsets are pushing the busts up. Yeah, uh, and C one of them isn't wearing stockings, like and I don't bare legged. This I, like I think underwear they're wearing the frilliness. I'm just it's a poof. Yeah. No. Not correct. That that fully doesn't actually really exist until you get into like the later Victorian era. Uh huh. It just looks like one of those costumes I wore at six years old for dance. Yes, I bought a I bought a pair of like little frilly things like that for like burlesque stuff at a costume store three years ago. And the thing is, so I know Teray briefly mentioned the slits in their dresses. So basically all of the dresses the girls wear have these slits so they can access like knives they have on them. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's the scene, which is at one of the dances. I have another picture. Look, I just looked at a a bunch of pictures where Mm -hmm. the slit is there and they aren't even like wearing any underskirts or anything. And so you can see that frilly underwear and I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's probably like mostly an aesthetic choice, but here's the thing: they could have they could have cut slits in the underdresses, yeah, and still gone with some actually period accurate undergarments. But they instead, they chose to forego the underdress entirely, just for for the sex appeal. Like, obviously, this movie is not trying to be period accurate, right? It's like a yeah. comedy no. horror movie, mm-hmm. but still, yeah. And all of these pictures are going to be in the primers. Uh, if you don't, we'll have a link to that stuff uh, in the description. Uh, if you're not listening to this on the Let Me Explain channel, uh, go to at LMEpod. That's our Twitter. And it'll basically be up there on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the outer dresses are relatively accurate. I will give mm-hmm. them that. It's also just like if we want to go into hair. I know the girl's hair, it's okay, but then you get to all the guys' hair. Yeah, all the guys just have, like, early 2000s pop-punk band hair. (laughs) It's just, like, straight. Like, Darcy fully has Brendan Urie's 2009 haircut. 
All the guys look so emo. Please. Emily, can you include the, uh, the the memes you made? Please just add those to the. I <laughs> may interest you in some sins, not tragedies. Hey, I also have a really cleaner screenshot of that because this this page I'm on just has a lot of really nice screenshots. So here's a better one if you want to make that meme please, look even please more. Please send that to me. So everybody, everybody looks like they're from an MCR music video. Uh, except for, uh, one specific character. The horse. Uh, Matt Smith. <laughs> oh! Yeah! Oh yeah, you yeah. wanna get into Matt Smith now? Let's get- Matt's- to- you know what? Fuck yeah. I wanna get into I, Mr. Quaker Oats himself. Can I just say, can I just say, I loved Matt Smith's version of Mr. Collins, and I have no idea why. I'm not sure if it has to do with it being Matt Smith, or just him being just so- he's awkward, but it's- funny like i think he's the least like obnoxious version of mr collins yes like the whole scone scene he's just like do you have any more scones would you like a scone (laughs) that i totally agree like in every version of pride and prejudice kaylee and i've watched like mr collins has always been so different and i really appreciate matt smith as mr collins it it was weird to me because i'm like what are you doing here but like he does a great job it's a likable Mr. Collins, and it nobody's really used to that. Because yeah. usually he's just so obnoxiously hateable. But in this <laughs> in this version, you you hate him less than you you dislike Darcy. Mm-hmm. And that is He's just so awkward and he's just like nervous, and that's what his character is in this. I would argue yes. that he's kind of a little on par with the nineteen forties version. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because that guy, he does he does his role like per like he's comfortable in himself and he's comfortable in his awkwardness like so like it it reads well and matt smith does a very similar thing where he's he's awkward and his timing is excellent but it it's still likable the other two or three are just like i'm sorry social cues what are those like the others they pick up on them but they react Mm -hmm. differently as someone who has never read any of the like Pride and Prejudice books, both both the original and the zombies version, or seen any of the movies or literally any media, this as my first exposure to it, I wanted to beat his face inside <laughs> out. Oh, that's just a constant mood. That's that's his character in just yeah. so in, in I every... so I hate him. You're supposed to hate fucking him. with a fucking passion. Yeah, he's intentionally made to be an extremely unlikable character yep i i hate him more than literally any of the other characters in the movie i hated her so much flames fire (laughs) flames on the side of my face (laughs) so i feel like talking about matt smith is a good like segue into getting Mm -hmm. into the actual plot of this thing Yes. Yes. <laughs> 25 minutes in and we haven't even talked about the plot, but we've talked about the ladies and that's what matters. It <laughs> does. That's all that matters. So, it back starts to the off plague. in this weird way where we go to this person's house and everyone's drinking and doing card games and then Darcy walks in and he's like someone here has been infected. Mm-hmm. He's got like a personal vendetta against zombies. It's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> So, so Darcy is, like, a zombie hunter in this. 
he's like personally been offended by zombies and just aesthetically and he's like this this will not do they insulted his mother twice (laughs) (laughs) well wasn't it like didn't we learn later that darcy's father had become infected and darcy had to kill him yes that's exactly Mm -hmm. what happens yeah but his mother's never mentioned which is (laughs) Mm -hmm. is and that that moment his hairstyle changed to what it is in the movie, and his coat transmuted into long black leather. He was the Reaper. <laughs> and then he looked at the camera and he went, Welcome to my twisted mind. <laughs> it's like the worst version of the Repo Man from Genetic. Q Office intro. <laughs> God. <laughs> no. <laughs> One more mention of the office, and I'm, I'm leaving the call, and I'm not doing the podcast anymore. Never watched that show in my life, and I will never. Oh, same. I haven't seen it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, Darcy walks into the room, this room, and he's like, someone's been infected. And he takes out this little glass vial filled with flies. Mm-hmm. Which I'm Carrying like, flies, okay. Carrying flies, because I'm very smart. Uh, look at me. Look I'm it. intimidating. I'm going to let loose these fucking gross diseased flies into the room. I'd argue that his hair totally detracts from his intimidatingness. Oh, yeah. 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 He almost looks like he's slightly, like, just soaking wet. <laughs> Drowned rat, I'm telling you. <laughs> but Darcy's flies find the infected person. There's a fight. Darcy leaves, but he apparently misses that there's another infected person here, and everyone in the house becomes a zombie. Spooky. Wait. And that's are, the start of the movie. Yep. I, I, okay, I'm really awful with faces, but everybody in that house are that get infected at that moment, are they the ones at the church? No, they're the ones scenes? who nope. crash the Meryton Assembly. They're the ones, okay. Mm-hmm. Because we have a Mrs. Featherstone who I'm just like, who are you even? Featherstone. Yeah. And that's kind of like one of the first major deviations from the book because, yes, hello, hello, podcast listeners. I read the book Pride and Prejudice and Zombies not long after it came out. Um, uh, Shout out to Mr. Marcus Hatchell, my freshman year honors English teacher who had that and uh, Sense and Sensibility and Sea Monsters by the same guy in his classroom. And let me borrow them, even after he was no longer my teacher. Um, Fuck yeah, Marcus Hashel stands rise up. (laughs) Everybody from my high school games class just rises from their seats. Okay. But that's kind of one of the first... The kind of part of that opening monologue is similar to the book. um, But there are quite a few deviations just for excitement purposes. Mm-hmm. But I will let I will let the plot summary continue before I jump in and talk about kind of the differences between the two. So, I don't remember exactly what happens next, but we'll jump to the Meriton Assembly because that's where things get interesting. Mm-hmm. So the Meriton Assembly is the first dance we see for Emily, who probably doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> hey, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> And whatever, it's a dance. And then it gets interrupted by zombies because Lizzie walks outside and she sees Mrs. Featherstone, who like beckons to her and goes, let me tell you something. Mm. And it's super ominous. Mm. Do we ever learn what she was going to tell her? No. Nope. All right, cool. Fuck it. I really want to know what she was going to tell her. And like, I don't even understand, like, what was she going to tell Lizzie? Anyway, let's throw that away. We can talk about that later. 
And then Darcy blows her head off with a gun, in case that wasn't clear. Mm-hmm. Blows her head off with a gun because he's so fucking cool. He's a, he's a cool zombie killer. He's fucking, fucking cold-hearted. He doesn't give a shit about anything. He's cool. And, like, I just want to take a moment and go mm-hmm. Mrs. Featherstone. And I'm just like, why did they just make up a character? They could have just made her, like, Mrs. Phillips, who, for Emily, that's the Bennetts' aunt. Or the Gardeners, who is also related to the Bennetts. And I'm like, that would have made sense. That gives some stakes in this. But they just made up a random character. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why. Maybe they didn't want to deal with the implications of killing off a known character. Mm. Although they could have easily used Mrs. King. Or Miss King. Yeah. They could have used someone who's from the book that we don't care about. Yeah. Yeah, but why would they do that when they could invent a whole new character? But now I want to know everything about this whole new character's life. <laughs> yeah. Very, she's I already very... know everything I need to know about Miss King. The intention even... is to create a flat character, which is silly, because you don't really need one. Yeah. Very silly. Anyway. <laughs> It'd be more interesting if it was Charlotte, but then that whole done does all of Colin's stuff, mm. so. So, at the Meriton Assembly... I forgot that Bingley and Darcy are introduced. They're rich. And everyone's like, oh, we got rich people in the neighborhood now. Whatever. That's usual for the book. Whatever. Mm-hmm. The zombies attack and then we get a fight scene. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do. We sure the thing about this movie is the Bennets have apparently been trained in China in martial arts. Most people have, apparently. Like, the people who... No, most like, people go to Japan for the aesthetic, yeah. which is Darcy went theories. to Japan. Well, rich people, I thought, went to Japan, and poor people yes. went to China. That's that's how I thought it. Only rich people get to go anywhere to, like, learn stuff. Because, <laughs> like, they can afford to have guards around them and such so that they don't fucking get killed while they're training for a few years. But every, but but all the people tend to be like, oh, I studied in Japan, you studied in China. It's inferior, yada yada yada. Because because especially in the Victorian era, all of the white people are going to defend their purchases and whatever they spend their money on. Actually, I googled it. It is not in fact Victorian. <gasps> it's Georgian. Georgian. Regency. Yeah, it's supposed yeah. to be Regency era. Late, later Regency. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be 1810. Yeah. See, this is why I'm very happy that you all are here, because <laughs> my brain goes, old British, Victorian era, got it, woohoo. <laughs> I really want to know, I don't remember, when did China invade Japan? Because, like, technically, they're, they have the older cu- culture, so, like, I would think that China would be revered as the as the more like not advanced necessarily but the more traditional than japan like yeah japan has like samurai and all of that but like it's still an offshoot of china so like it's just like yeah i have to i have to wonder also the english had a ton of trade and relations with China, more so than Japan, because Japan's borders were closed for so many years. Yeah. So, just yeah. Yeah. I have it, to. I have to wonder. Like the first recorded battle between China and Japan was 663 A.D. Okay. Okay. Some history. 
Yes, yes. But also, the thing with the Bennett's going to study in China, I'm just kind of like, how did you get the money to do that? Because you guys are very poor. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not, like, very... They're, like, kind of, like, moderately poor, They're, like, middle class. They're middle class, yeah. but the girls aren't going to inherit anything, basically. Right. Yeah. Probably because their dad spent so much money sending them to China to learn how to yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's talked about the fact that he prioritizes them being able to defend themselves than, like, having something to inherit. Because if you're dead, you you're not going to be able to inherit can't. anything anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have a movie. There's that stuff. Darcy is like, haha, I've got flies. There's a party. Everyone gets killed there. Then one of the sisters goes out to visit someone. Yeah, she gets an invitation to go to the Bingleys to have lunch with Charlotte. Not Charlotte. Not Caroline. Charlotte. Caroline. So many C names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So And on the way, she gets attacked by a zombie. Let's let's clarify. She is <laughs> Jane. Jane yes. Bennett. The eldest Bennett. The eldest Bennett sister. The most Prettiest beautiful and- Bennett. And deadly. <laughs> Yes. And uh, if that doesn't keep Bingley hot under the collar, I don't know what will. <laughs> I mean, unless he's a coward, and then it won't. I don't think he is. I, well, yeah. Is this when, is this the zombie attack in which there's a baby zombie? Yes, yes there yeah. is. Yep. Which brings up some mm. implications, and I don't, hmm. Yeah. Was the baby born a zombie or turned a zombie? And did Jane have to kill a baby? Yes. Yeah, Jane Jane just lopped that baby's head off. Yikes. Oof. At least we don't see it on camera. Uh, yeah, no, I don't yeah, think Yeah, I'm very happy think... we did not see it on camera. Anyway, Jane's a badass. Jane's she a kills badass. the zombies. She goes and to another and then, field. And then gets sick from rain. And then gets sick. <laughs> and Darcy thinks she's infected. Yeah, Darcy. Darcy thinks everybody's a zombie except him. He's so paranoid. Yeah, and so he lets his little buggy buggy boys out, and Liz literally just grabs them out of the air with her fingers. Some, something out of Karate Kid. Yeah, and then she just hands them back after squishing them into mm-hmm. oblivion. Here you go, which, some pre-juiced carrion flies, Mister Darcy. Fuck, would you I like really, some juice? I really thought she was. She had them in her hand and they were still alive. I feel like that would have been way more impressive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like to catch them and to continue catching them and they're still alive. Though I will say it was kind of hot when she was catching them, though. <laughs> oh, this yeah. Is very, no, no. The, I'm not debating that point. Hand eye, the hand eye coordination is very attractive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True attraction is a woman catching flies with her bare hands. Mm-hmm. Two fingers, just the pointer and the uh, the index and the thumb, just boop, mm-hmm. boop, boop. Ridiculous, yeah. absolutely ridiculous. That's hot. She has, she has as much coordination as my cat, and that's impressive. <laughs> Actually, no, she has more coordination than my cat. He's an idiot. <laughs> so the next major plot point we have is Mr. Collins coming uh, to their the men's house. Which, you know, we've we've touched on uh, Matt Smith, Mr. Collins, already. Mm-hmm. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Emily's just, like, disgusting. I hate, I hate the Quaker Oats mascot. I hate him so much. 
That's what he looks like. He does. For those who are not super aware of Pride and Prejudice, basically Mr. Collins is the cousin to the Bennets. He is to inherit their house after their father dies. And so Mr. Collins wants to marry one of the Bennet daughters in order to, like, help keep the house in their family. Mm -hmm. And basically, you know, regular stuff happens in the book. He singles out Jane and then... Mrs. Bennett's like, Jane might be engaged, so don't go with Jane. And then he proposes to Elizabeth. Per her mother's, you know, nudging. Per her mother's bullying. That too. (laughs) One thing I liked about the proposal, which I know Kaylee and I were speculating on before, is that then, like, one of the reasons Elizabeth, one of the many reasons Elizabeth says no is Collins doesn't want her to fight anymore. He's like, if you are my wife, you have to give up this life of fighting. Yeah. And she's like, no. And previous, or is it Meryton that she says the, the line that we both love? Yeah, the, the, See, uh, I would never trade my sword for a ring. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. For the yeah. right man, you would, the right man wouldn't ask me to. Right. Mm-hmm. Such a good line. Excellent line. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so it was previously established that that's like her number one her number one rule? No. Prerequisite? I don't know. I, I um, think, yeah, I think calling it a prerequisite would probably make sense. Yeah. So, she, as soon as he says that, aside from, you know, being Mr. Collins, she's just like, ah, no, thank you. Uh, I'm flattered. No. Mm-hmm. The next major plot point we have is the introduction of George Wickham. Who was very bastard? We hated him on sight. Yeah, (laughs) which which never happens, and you should never have (laughs) a (laughs) a Wickham who you hate on sight. You're supposed to like him on sight. Good. Yeah, we as soon as he showed up, we immediately started just absolutely dunking on Wickham. Like, marching band looking ass. Hated hated him. (laughs) He, oh, I, I think I said he could play Gaston, and I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> surprised. Like, ugh. I mean, as a Wickham, he fits into this movie well because of what this movie does to the plot. But it's also just yeah. like we should like Wickham. We should mm-hmm. like Wickham until huh? we don't. Until we don't. Yeah, and that's just it, no. It's not. <laughs> I mean, it worked fine. Mm-hmm. Inevitably, yeah. I. Yeah. I. Mm. I have a question for Emily since you've never seen any version, but did you expect, like, knowing the story of Pride and Prejudice or Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, you know that Wickham is an asshole. But did you see it coming, the whole betrayal and everything else? Or did it get you out of the blue? Like, was he ever personable to you? Uh, not hugely no because yeah. because the moment he was like because i i knew some stuff was gonna happen like with darcy so him being like oh why don't you be with me mm-hmm. I, I immediately was like well that's not gonna work out and i don't like that you're having this moonlit like talk to try to convince her to like run away with you <laughs> but also also the fact of just being like huh what's what's this a third possible person vying for her affections well i don't think i don't think like wet piece of lettuce matt smith is gonna be able to like be a scary zombie 
So I was like, well, this guy's defo just a zombo in disguise or oh, some yeah. shit like that. We had all and, immediately pegged it as Wickham's zombo. And zombie. I was right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is a plot yeah. twist, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's a very obvious <laughs> plot twist. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert? Not really. Because <laughs> we're going to talk hello, about my name. Hello, my name is Wickham. I have a huge phobia of carrion flies, so keep them away from me. Just for anxiety reasons. <laughs> Would you like to be my wife? No. <laughs> How about no? I will love you every day to, until the day that I die. You just did air quotes around the word die. What does that mean? No, I didn't do that. I'll put my hands behind my back. You're doing them behind your back, aren't you? <laughs> no. No, no, no. Indubitably not, ma'am. Are you crossing your fingers? No, I'm not no. crossing my fingers. I'm totally alive. <laughs> you just shook your head no. <laughs> oh my god. So an interesting thing that happens is after Wickham meets Lizzie, he takes her to this church. Mm. And Lizzie's like, church. okay, I'll go to church with you. Uh, turns out it's a zombie church. Take me to Zurch. <laughs> Zombie church. Where they? Where? Where? Communion is pig's brains. I. Oh. So the entire thing, Wickham's like, these zombies are good zombies. They don't eat human brains. They eat pig brains. They are civilized. And Lizzie's like, what the fuck? I don't know if you ever. If it's the implication is they're good zombies or they're they're not brain craving human yeah. brain they're craving like, zombies mm-hmm. like there's like a gray they're, zombie. they're satisfied yeah. it's morally they, gray zombie they, morally yeah, gray they, matter damn it damn it damn it you've got it before I could I hate you <laughs> you're welcome for setting it up thank you uh, thank you I appreciate it damn it <laughs> point to Kaylee fuck oops sorry <laughs> lord so the body Wickham of acts like Amen. this zombie church is a totally cool and normal thing. And we're like, okay, Wickham, you're totally a zombie, but okay. I, I really, <laughs> Welcome I really to my zombie know. church, a special safe place. I want you to legally g- get an agreement that we can be safe. Totally not a zombie, though. I'm just an ally. <laughs> <laughs> as, a, as a zombie... Ally. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Very loosely. Loosely used term, ally. Yeah. (laughs) Less ally, more of, I'm partially zombie. Mm -hmm. Only partially, though. (laughs) I I promise. It's vague zombie. Mm -hmm. And basically, Wickham has this whole subplot. Where he's trying to get people to realize, like, zombies can be civilized. Like, he brings the matter up with Lady Catherine, who in this version, she's a total badass zombie Ugh. killer. Ugh, yeah, played by that. Lena Headley. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. I'm not a zombie, I just support zombie rights. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the more we talk about it, the more it's just, like, a, a closet metaphor. Yeah, oh, yeah. I swear to God. Now I'm really sad that Darcy isn't a zombie. Wait. 
what if this whole movie is just a metaphor for like homophobia? <sighs> Beautiful. Yeah, I can see it. All the zombies are gay. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. All the zombies are straight people. <gasps> Ooh, <gasps> better. <laughs> Can't be turned into a zombie if you're gay. Mm-hmm. Hey. Mr. Darcy is a, a an, anarcho-punk uh, bisexual who's just like, oh, I will not. Don't you dare. <laughs> I mean, we all know when Bingley and Darcy first met, they were totally into each other, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Full, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. They were Bing- roommates And Wickham over and here just... is like, I'm heteroflexible. Bingley- and they're like, does that mean you're a zombie? Yeah. No. Bingley fully does not look heterosexual. Like, that hair? No, gr- uh-uh. girl. No. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Y- you expect me to believe? I don't. Mm-mm. Not, a, not a vibe. Nope. <laughs> I would like to bring us to the best scene in the entire movie, which is the only reason I would ever rewatch this movie. Proposal. The proposal scene. Hell yeah! Oh, hell, oh yeah. God. hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> that proposal scene was the single most powerful thing I've ever witnessed. So this is when Darcy proposes to Elizabeth for the first time, and he's just like, I liked you against my better thoughts, and your social standing sucks, but I'm still in love with you, and also your family's bad. (laughs) And then she fully beats the shit out of him. Ari, I think that proposal was much better than his actual proposal. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just a full-on fight scene. Lizzie is throwing stuff at him. It's so good. And I- He's trying to deliver his fucking monologue, and she's just like, and no, chucking just books it. at him. Just, just boom, just, boom, just, no, absolutely, boom. just, and then, <laughs> and then you get mid-fight, and it's just sexual tension. And <laughs> yes, Lizzie the whole time is just like, fuck, and I cannot stress this enough. Right off. <laughs> yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's it books are chucked tchotchkes are thrown and and buttons are cut off pinned down buttons are cut off Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. which was gotta say super hot yeah the hottest thing glad 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 we're all gay and then when she runs away wet lettuce comes in and he's like my stuff and it's like these are antiques they're very fragile and she starts just picking them up and putting it was very funny Mm -hmm. no 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 what did you i i hope y'all know i am just calling him wet lettuce for right now (laughs) you're so valid that's it that's super fair we know who you're talking about so nothing is lost on us Mm mm-hmm He's like an oatmeal raisin cookie, but they replaced the raisins with wet lettuce. Oh my god, that's <laughs> that's you. I don't. I don't oh. even like. I don't oh, want to think I have, about it. Now I have the visual in my head, and now the taste is kind of in my mouth. And I, Emily, I hate you. <laughs> I don't like this. Why does everybody have oatmeal cookies? I don't understand. I Emily, don't. next time you're in town, I'm gonna bake some wet lettuce cookies and give them to you. Oh God. <laughs> okay, that'd be nice. I'd be happy to see you. All we gotta do is just cook or bake the cookies on lettuce. That's, that's oh god, just... it's like a lettuce wrap? Like a lettuce wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you, I do enjoy lettuce wraps. Yeah. It's, but it's would you enjoy be... if there's just like a mushy cookie in the center? Yep. 
Who knows? Just, just lettuce yet, wraps yet, with yet to be oatmeal determined. cookie dough. Oh my god. Extra raisins. No yeah, so everybody, wise. everybody, make sure to stay tuned for when that I recipe. get back, uh, back up to Ashland. And the moment I step outside my house, Ari is there across the street and just fucking chucks a lettuce wrap <laughs> soggy cookie at me. And I have to eat it. Legally, I have to eat it at this point. It's just kind of like reparations for it's what I've the done. Just full body flings it. Just mm-hmm. ah, yeet. There is a that son of a bitch right to you. Mm-hmm. We'll build a trebuchet just for you. <laughs> the lettuce shay. Powerful. <laughs> no. So how does the rest of the movie go? I'm that's pretty it, sure it's close to it. finished. Lizzie full on murders Darcy. Roll credits. Roll credits. That's <laughs> it. And a movie. Uh, no. So so one of her siblings gets kidnapped. Oh yeah, yes. that's fun. Mm-hmm. We love it when. So what happens in the book, Emily, for you and everyone in the audience who does not know Pride and Prejudice, is Lizzie elopes with Wickham, because, Mm. not Lizzie, Lydia, sorry, Lydia elopes with Wickham, because Lydia's like the youngest Bennett daughter, she's 15, and she's like, oh, officers are so great, I'm gonna find an officer, and so she and Wickham elope, it's a huge scandal in their family. Mm -hmm. In this movie, Wickham just kidnaps her. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Keeps her in a dirty cell, chained up, I think, which uh, really shows Definitely his true colors. still not a zombo, though. Definitely Ooh, totally totally not. No. Um, but can I just say I really appreciate the, the rescue scene and the interactions between Darcy and Lydia that you don't, you don't see except for that one version where you see Darcy find the two. But, like, this one is just, like, y- you see Darcy as the hero that I guess a lot of other people a lot of people within the universe of the movie see him as because he's this great zombie hunter. So basically, Wickham kidnaps Lydia, puts her in the church with the rest of the zombos. Darcy comes in and is like, oh no, I gotta save Lydia. And he he does though, and also feeds all the civilized, air quotes, zombies, human brains to make them, I don't know, evil? Yeah, they, yeah. the... The parasite takes over their brains and they want more brains. Um, what did you do, Darcy? I fed them! Great line. Loved that. Mm-hmm. That, was very, that was a pretty solid line, I will say. And then and then they go outside to go have a fight that lasts for like hours. A good portion of the night. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> Several it's hours. kind of, it's like morning. The whole thing is there's this huge battle going on because the zombies have now overrun London and they're going to blow up the last bridge because apparently bridges are a big deal in this universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Apparently zombies can't swim. Zombies aren't, aren't advanced enough yet to build bridges. Emily? Thanks, I Emily. <laughs> Emily, I'll kill you. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's one of the reasons why they can't get across i think i think i think this this quote your your meme would be better over collins with the scones at lady catherine's Mm. oh Mm -hmm. i do not have a picture of that i'm so sorry oh wait here's a good one to put it over oh oh is is this is this why you're all saying that you hate me because i just sent into the chat yes wonderful wonderful (laughs) picture and him going wet oatmeal cookies anyone (laughs) god it doesn't work with with Bingley, but if we had Collins, 
I'm mm-hmm. looking for good Collins. Yes. So Liz and Darcy ride away and they make their way right across the bridge as the explosion happens and they manage to survive even though there's like a fucking cop out that is like, ooh, Darcy fucking died. Mm-hmm. But he's it's like, he's a, he's a psych, okay. he's still alive. So at this point, Lizzie just like freaks out because she's like, oh no, Darcy's dead. I loved him. And I'm over here like, what? D- Did you? Show- of like, you, there's no indication the whole movie that she actually even remotely liked him, and that it's just suddenly you in love. You with don't him. see. It's like there's... such a 180 turn. It's kind of like the 1940s movie, which Kaylee mm-hmm. and I have watched. The episode which has I have not uploaded because, um, listen, leave me alone. But <laughs> it's such a 180 in that movie, also of them hating each other mm-hmm. and Lizzie turning around going, "Oh, Jane." I love him, and so that's kind of what this movie does too. Yeah, it's the one eighty yeah, well, and I think it. Well, I think it well, has to do. Here's the thing. Oh, sorry, you you go, you go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I think it has to do with the fact that there's no. <laughs> there's no time. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, please continue. Go ahead. No, no, no! I want to hear it. Now you have to say it. Now you have to say it. Now you're, mm. now you're giggling, so you have you're legally obligated to say it. Wet lettuce scones, marvelous, <laughs> marvelous. Oh, mm. Jesus Christ! <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so, in this version, there is very little time between the rescue of Lydia from Wickham and and so thus thus. Lizzie doesn't have the time to appreciate what Darcy has done for her, and then the shift in feelings can begin. Because Wickham's true nature isn't super revealed. Like, true nature being not that he's a zombie, but that he's just an asshole. Uh, So, like, there's very little time for Lizzie to quote-unquote process and thus her opinion changes. So it's like, it's Lydia's rescued and immediately she confesses because of the squished time frame basically adrenaline yeah that sick adrenaline rush emily please stop (laughs) what i was going to say emily my fingers are shaped like a gun and i'm gonna have to ask you to stop (laughs) this is a threat Mm. legally Mm. emily you need Mm. to stop I've been having a lovely time sending horrible cursed screen caps with my own wonderful captions uh, to the wonderful group chat that we have for this collaboration. And I will never be stopped. My point that I wanted to say is maybe the reason why she's now in love with Darcy is because now he's dead. That's what she wanted. <laughs> she hates him being alive, but she's like, mm, true romance, he's fucking dead. I guess it's like, time to go full Mary Shelley on this bitch. Are we? I am going to sell his coat. <laughs> Calcified hearts, anyone? Let's go. See, Emily, my brain's just going necrophilia, and I don't want to go there. No, that's Nobody, not what I want. No. Okay, why, no. why is that? Why is it the first direction you went? She wants the true satisfaction of burning his body. <laughs> or better yet, just pushing it off of, like, where the bridge ruins were and watching it splat on the ground. There we go. Wait, perfect. if you're dead and get bitten by a zombie, do you then revive? Because it seems like only live people get zombified. 
but there's this scene in like think you have to eat brains to like fully become a zombo. Yeah, there's right. a scene then, in the graveyard where you see a bunch of zombie hands coming out of the dirt. So like, okay. yeah. so, but they well, no, but that, they were it. just sleeping. Oh, okay. That's where yeah. they sleep. Yeah. That's, that's their that's their yeah. little comfy chill zone. Yeah. They found a bunch of empty graves and they were like, mm, get all snuggly. Though that does bring up an interesting moral quandary. So how are these are these zombies like vaguely Frankenstein's monster ish? Hmm. Well, I mean, if we go with the um, with the thing I was talking about at the beginning, with the it's a it's a fungus or a worm taking control of their brains. Mm. Theoretically, it could be treated. Yes. <laughs> so mm. so. I guess the question then becomes, are these zombies conscious of what they're doing and unable to stop? Hey, everyone, ah. go watch the BBC series In the Flesh. It's such a good show and it was cancelled, but that's basically the plot of it, is which they find a cure for zombies. Anyway, continue. Pride, prejudice, and brain rot. Isn't that like <laughs> most of BBC's like good shows, though? They get cancelled or they, they get cancelled after a couple seasons or they go on way too long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like looking Supernatural. At, look at, oh, boy! That's not even, that's not BBC even BBC. Supernatural. What, what I'm saying is, I'm looking at you, the Musketeers. Uh-huh. I love you, but... That's, so that, that is a topic for another day. Okay, basically, end of movie. Lizzie confesses she loves Darcy. There's a joint wedding between Lizzie, Darcy, Bingley, Jane. Cool. And then we pan out to the lawn and a bunch of zombies are coming towards them. The end. And Wickham's there. He's in the yeah. front with a weird, stupid club hand. And don't forget the four zombie horsemen of the Zompocalypse or Yeah, something. what was like, that? Like, yeah. I wanted like more. I wanted more. I got a theory about that, but I, we should also mention that randomly the four horsemen of the apocalypse just show up. Yeah. And it's never like, really explained. Like, I want more lore for these guys. Seriously. They, yeah. I've um, de- I have developed an entire lore. Oh, for good. Them. And, good. and guess what? And guess what? It's not going to be satisfying at all. I hate <laughs> no. it. Why would Definitely. you do this to me? You got my hopes up. Oh, it'll be fine. I mean, Don't worry. my hopes were pretty dashed what after lettuce scones, but yeah, like. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, um, hey, it's time to do some theories. Oh, is it? Unless we have anything else we want to make sure we check on and do. And I do just want to say to everybody listening here, if you haven't watched the movie, I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, this is a lot of information to process. Um, and we haven't done the best job at explaining watch it. Watch the movie. Yeah. We're mostly we, getting sidetracked. <laughs> We did a fun job. We did. Mm-hmm. We had a good so, time. Mr. Collins replaced mm-hmm. by Waluigi. That's my dream <laughs> casting. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll take I'll I'll take your entire stock. Why are we typecasting Mr. Collins? <laughs> as a as because some people deserve to be typecasted. Where's her? Yeah. Mr. Darcy should be pr- played by the Pringle man. <laughs> Excuse me? Same hair. Same hair. Lack of bow tie, though. Mm. Mm. Same sick leather jacket, though. You okay. just never see it in the shoots. Jesus Christ. I'll turn, uh, the, the, oh gosh, the Monopoly man could be Bingley. <gasps> <laughs> 
saying. Guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If if we're so if if the Pring if the Pringles man is gonna be Darcy, and the Monopoly man is gonna be Bingley, and mm-hmm. and and Quaker Oats boy is and obviously, the, and the Quaker Oats mascot is Collins. Who's Wendy gonna be? Well, I mean, Lydia is the only redhead. That is true. So she, so Wendy would have to be Lydia. Although, wait, the Mrs. Bennet is a redhead too. Yeah, but Wendy's Wendy's not old enough to play. Mrs. Fair Bennett. enough. Wait, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Is Wendy a character from <laughs> Pride and Prejudice, or are we talking about Wendy's, like the hamburger franchise? <laughs> we are talking about Wendy's, baby. All right, cool. Wait, wait, Wickham is Ronald McDonald. I'm sorry. Oh no. Uh. Just... Hi, welcome to Pride, Prejudice, and Old Fashioned Hercus Burgess. How may I take your order? <laughs> Oh my god. What's that this, burger place I like how in LA Big Boys? I like how we boys? fully devolved from like, let's talk about theories to which fast food mascots would play who in Pride <laughs> Wickham is played by the Hamburglar, but he's wearing a mustache. <laughs> oh my god. All the zombies are played by old versions of the suits from Teletubbies. Jesus Christ. Oh, see, I was going to say it was Lidsville. <laughs> just just various giant hats. And every uh, every one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse is uh, played by uh, each one of the hosts of Blue's Clues. <laughs> Wait, isn't there only three? That's what you think. Oh, God. Uh-oh. The mysterious fourth host of Blue's Clues. <laughs> Nobody knows who he is. But it's gonna be a it's gonna be a girl for variety. You know this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Didn't they have a female Blue's Clues host? No, I don't think no. so. There's the there's Magenta the dog, but he's his own thing. Mm-hmm. Hold on, now I'm curious. Now you gotta figure it out. The Wiggles now have. No, the four horsemen are the Wiggles! <laughs> the four horsemen approach everyone. Solemnly, they say, fruit salad. Yum, yum, yummy, yummy. yummy. And then ev- everyone dies. I stepped away for a moment and I just heard the word Wiggles. Did you just Did you just do what I think you just did? Absolutely. You'll have to yeah. find out. Okay, so the four Wiggles of the apocalypse. All right, cool. <laughs> Does that mean Jeff is not sloth? What's the other one? That's sin. <laughs> war, war, famine, pestilence, and death. Ah. So war, famine, pestilence, and Jeff. <laughs> oh my god. Someone um, please. Neil, Neil Gaiman, if you're listening, take notes for the take Good Omen sequel. <laughs> oh mm-hmm. no. Oh boy. Death has been sleeping and slumbering for years. In we the octopus's garden. For the rise of our power to come forth. However, he did have a glass of warm milk beforehand, so we're going to need about 15 songs to get him up. A one, a two, a one, two, three. Why does that sound like a Brennan Lee Mulligan character? Emily, I need you to explain. Uh, I don't know. It's because... 
I can go to same the same energy. voice range as Brennan Lee Mulligan, and I'm creative. Fair enough. And also hot. So this is a podcast where we do theories. Supposedly. Yes, it is. <laughs> Who wants to go first? I have the smallest theory that's not even a theory, but it's all I could think about while watching this movie. So can I please? Please. It's like three Feel lines f- and I'm done. Feel Fucking free. do it. 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 So Darcy and his carrion flies, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. You know flea circuses? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Darcy totally has one of those for his flies and teaches them to do tricks at the end. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, wait, does this mean that Mr. Darcy is actually just Mr. Bobinski? I don't even know who that is. From Coraline. Oh, yes! Yes! Oh, yes. god. Just just picture him, like, teaching one of them to do a flip mm-hmm. through a hoop and going, Bingley, Bingley, please come over, check this out! <laughs> and then they don't do it, and Bingley's like, yes, that's a fly. <laughs> No, 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 they were just doing it, I swear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, very good, very good job, chum. You're doing wonderfully. And then he walks to his room and begins to write again, Darcy is descending farther and deeper into his own madness. <laughs> He's named the flies. They're all Darcy Jr. <laughs> Actually, no, it's Fitz, Will, I, and Am. <laughs> Right. I love it. I love it. Fantastic. Thanks. It's all I could think about. That's mm-hmm. so valid. It's a very valid I, thing to think about. I do have a theory relating to the carrion flies. So, like, I'm going to do that one if everyone's Go okay with that. Go for it. Go yeah. for it. Perfect. Uh, okay. My theory is that um, carrion flies were not the first animal Darcy used. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh no. Uh-huh. There was a lot of trial and error. <laughs> oh no. At first, he took a fancy truffle sniffing out pig from France and he tried to train it to look for dead meat and such and and that and that didn't work and and as well the the entrance when he comes into a house where he's like one of you has been infected and then you just hear in the back a little <laughs> Is, isn't as good. Uh, he tried to up the intimidation factor, I think, at some point when he was like, it is I, Mr. Darcy, and my three vultures I have chained to my wrist. <laughs> Get on out there, boys. Go sniff me out of food. But vultures are very hard to be trained and did just end up attacking everybody. There, there's, there's, there's been many mansions that devolved into zombiness that really was just like Mr. Darcy being like, ooh, ooh, vulture bites look like zombie bites, right, everybody? Right, 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 You're saying no? Vultures get them. Okay, kill them? All right, cool. And, you know, even, even to the point that I think at some point he's he's he you know he's he sends out his rich boys to go find him a better solution. He finds himself in some small British cottage, uh, and he's like, "Hello there, yield Hannibal Lecter. I need your help. Excuse <laughs> and, me. I need you to help me sniff out you God? consumer of flesh. I need you to find it." Damn he's like, it. "No, 
He's like, no, I don't I have, think I, I have, will. I have standards. And a date with my husband, please at least. Excuse me. <laughs> please, please get out of this. Please, please get, get out of, get out of house. this household. <laughs> we let you in here. Genre. Goodbye. He's <laughs> like, uh, I, for, unfortunately for you, I am finding myself slightly peckish, so I suggest you leave. <laughs> Your guard can stay. He can stay. <laughs> and and so okay so like i i think i think he did all of this shit to try and like have that little bit of subtlety and have that kind of coolness and somehow the fact of the matter that this boy never fucking realized he, he could just use butterflies like just <laughs> use the type of butterflies that that like consume blood and dead flesh god can uh, you just imagine he just uncorks a vial and a bunch of butterflies just fly around the room <laughs> no, yeah, it's me like, emo man enjoy no. my monarch butterflies mm-hmm. no here, here's the thing i i'm thinking something even worse i'm, I'm thinking mm-hmm. um <laughs> god. fucking rupaul's drag race when asia o'hara tried to release the butterflies <laughs> from this little compact that she had in her wrist and they all died because they suffocated (laughs) (laughs) so none of them just fell out onto the stage because they were all dead (laughs) oh my god (laughs) my name is Mr. Darcy and this is my jar of dead butterflies anything so i guess i'm just going to have to kill each and every one of you yeah my 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 whole thing is that like why couldn't he just be a fancy georgian era was it correct yes yes Mm -hmm. he couldn't be a georgian era fancy rich boy who like pulls out his jar of a couple butterflies and opens it like some sort of anime prince and all the women are like, oh, how beautiful. Our prince of butterflies is here to save us from the zombies. But no, he's here is with his prescription-sized potion of oops all flies. And he's just like, boom, boom, go get him. It's it's that meme. It's that anime meme. Is this a zombie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it absolutely God. is. Oh my God, Emily. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Y'all know, you know how easy it is to make these memes, right? I just yes. go into Snapchat. Please do. Do it. <sighs> Fine. This this one we accept. I do need Darcy's face. I'm not face. gonna make it. Okay, don't do it then. You coward. <laughs> you buffoon. I know what you're... I know what you're doing here. I'm not doing anything. You're just too scared to make the greatest piece of art known to history. I... You are afraid of the repercussions that it will have on the general populace. You know that it is a too powerful meme that cannot be contained by a mere Discord chat. And you do not wish to release this onto the world. I hate everything. I hate all of you. You all suck. (laughs) Fucking, fucking fine, fine. Stop bullying me. Christ. God, I can't wait till Doctor Hakala hears this episode. Holy shit! Oh man. 
Uh, and for those of you who don't know who Dr. Hakala is, Dr. Hakala is my Shakespeare's Plays professor at CSU Channel Islands, who also teaches a class of on Jane Austen. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh. So, um. do, do, with, do with that information what you will. Listen, if he needs a podcast, uh, might I recommend Pride Tennis <laughs> Podcast? <laughs> Just a, we've got a Twitter, I think. I don't know. You, you do have a Twitter. I follow you guys on Twitter. Oh, good. God, we have Kayla, a Twitter. You follow me. God. I'm I don't have a Twitter. Twitter. I don't twit. what it is and isn't Teray, but I do not twit. <laughs> I, I leave for like a minute to go make a meme if you have all just broken apart. God, the energy in our dorm room would have been so chaotic. <laughs> Teray and Teray do you want to give us a theory? I mean, um, that isn't related to worms and fungi taking over brains? <laughs> Because that's, that's really all I got, guys! I just went, hmm, let's go science! Fair enough. Um, I, I do have, I do have a, a theory. Well, kind of, mm-hmm. I, well, I have technically two theories, mm-hmm. but, uh, they're kind of connected. Okay. So, so my first, my first theory, and I'm gonna need you to stick with me here. Okay. I need you guys to keep it together until I'm done. All right. If this is fucking Mamma Mia again, I will end you. <laughs> oh dear. I think I think it is. No, but now I have a new theory. So. Oh God. Stop. <laughs> Thanks, no. Emily. No. No. Okay. So my my first theory. So, we are we we have acknowledged that all of the rich people send all of their their rich kids to to Japan to mm-hmm. study to study the the art of the blade. Mm-hmm. Uh if but like obviously it's purely for aesthetics, right? Because that's one thing that they also say is that it's aesthetic. So Darcy having gone to Japan and returned with a trench coat and a katana <gasps> No. Fitz, Fitz William Darcy is an emo neckbeard. No. Listen, the marriage look, the marriage proposal combined with the katana and his the fact that he literally wears a leather trench coat for the entire end of the film. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but they made him a neckbeard on accident. <laughs> they they've neckbeardized him. Mm-hmm. Watashi wa Mr. Darcy. <laughs> Mr. Darcy Desu. <laughs> see, see, this sucks, and it's throwing me through a very, like, internal conflict. Because, um, because five days ago, I did start to learn Japanese on Duolingo, so... <laughs> Watashi wa... <gasps> <Dar-> <laughs> It's okay. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a hot woman, so I'm not too. Emily, it's okay. We're not in junior high anymore. Mm, mm-hmm. I want to know what it was the, like. The unholy Japan. trinity can't hurt you anymore. 
Mm, thank God. <laughs> what is that? What is the unholy trinity? The, the unholy trinity of middle school anime, <clears throat> you ask? All of the ones that I watched in junior high. Yeah. Okay. And that's all you're going to get. No, that's all you're going to get. Yep. Okay. How old old is Darcy, Ari? She's like 28, right? (laughs) Emily! (laughs) Emily, it's perfect. I love it. Oh, God. I can't wait to post all of these memes on Twitter when this episode comes out. So if you guys want to see all of the memes that will be in the massive meme job that will be on Twitter, on Twitter, go ahead and follow me at uh, head underscore meddler on Twitter, and I will be posting all of the memes. I hate you all. Okay, I I, I may or may not have a, a theory. I need to do a little more Wikipedia research here. Hold on. Oh my god. <laughs> You're doing research? Oh, I'm Oh my in. god. Actual research? Wow. I need to know what was on going this... on in Japan. And I need to know what was going not, on in Japan. Do you not know at what we time. do here? I Kaylee, need to just make it up. I can't. I need <laughs> I need to base it. It's <laughs> half big <laughs> shitty ideas. Oh, listen, yeah, I love it. I'm so proud of listen, you. No, no, they... you do what you, you do what oh, you want. This this is gonna have to go in the one good theory section. <laughs> mm, that's true. You only get one of those uh, Listen, every episode. Listen, in 1813, mm-hmm. Japan captured a Russian explorer. So, like, Darcy wouldn't be in Japan at that time. But listen. <laughs> he could have been. Mm-hmm. So that's why... I, so when do you think they send these kids off to train? Because, like, Darcy's, like, what, 28? Yeah, Darcy's 20. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. because... The youngest Bennett girls are 15, so it's got to be before that because they can already fight. Okay, so we're looking at yeah. seventeen late 1700s Japan. Uh-huh. And I need to know... Let's see. There's... I don't... There's... A king of... There's a, there's a very, very impressive gold seal in 1784 that was made in Japan. That's pretty okay, cool. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like a frog. Oh, there's a rebellion <laughs> in 1789. Wow. All right. That's cool. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I hate that Darcy knows Japanese. Um, he absolutely wore a kimono. Uh, do they? Oh, do yeah, they he have... does. He does speak Japanese. And... Yeah. yeah, there's there's also that one part in the movie where Lizzie just sits down and reads the art of war in Chinese. Did you not read it in the original? Uh that was such a sick burn for her though yeah do you think they actually implement anything from the art of war not against zombies because it's mostly tactics you can't use tactics against the undead they'll just i mean laugh at you probably (laughs) (laughs) yeah trey yes do you want to give us that theory okay Um, i'm emotion i'm emotionally ready now I'm okay, so off. so technically, I have one theory that is just fully a joke. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's all of my theory. So like, yeah. So so this this theory. Um, <laughs> so if if Darcy, if we cut out the fact that Darcy may or may not be a neckbeard, we we could also say that Darcy is just an alternate universe 
slightly less goth version of the NPC Zane Dark Shadow from Fantasy High. See, now's where I wish I have actually watched Fantasy High. <laughs> Was you gotta you should it's great. I know I should he has, I just he has a pet rat, which which is what made me think about this. Because we keep calling Darcy a drowned rat, but what if he owns the drowned rat? What if the drowned rat is his little friend who lives in his pocket? Ooh. A ratatouille situation. One could say, yes. Do you think that's how Mr. Darcy fights so good, is that he has a secret carrion fly in his hair? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, I do. Singular individual strands of hair and hoping they don't rip out while he's controlling him. Mm-hmm. Incredible. I fully believe Darcy's being controlled by a carrion fly. Absolutely. Plot twist, Darcy is just a part of the Darn Guard. <laughs> I'm trying to like think back to the, the pop-up book at the beginning. Like the the amount of time between the rats and the current zombie plague. And I really want to know where, where where the zombie plague is in, like, advancedness. I don't know what English is. Um, <laughs> in, like, mm-hmm. the rest of Europe. Because England is an island. Like, it's, it's yeah. Great Britain. Yeah. It's an island. It is tech- It could technically be mm-hmm. an isolated incident. Yeah, I'd like to think, you know, how people are like, in dystopian novels, it's only America and the rest of the US, mm-hmm. the rest of the world is just like, yeah, leave them alone. I'd like to think that's what's happening here. Yeah. It is not a colony of lepers. It is a colony of zombies. Happens to be off the coast. <laughs> Until <laughs> zombies Western learn Europe? how to swim. Yeah. Oh, no. It's well, okay. They, they don't know how to build boats. They don't know how to build bridges. You don't understand. But, they don't have architectural degrees. But the problem is, is that as the body decays, if it has no way to release the gas that forms, it becomes buoyant. That's why dead bodies float and they have to be weighted down in order to do sea burials. So, technically, they are their own boat. They could, like, link arms <laughs> like ants do to make, like, a lattice bridge. Float across the English Channel arm in arm. I'm sorry, just zombies are their own boat. A line of bloated zombies floating across the English Channel. Listen, you know, there are ants that, like, make a bridge amongst them. Like, they hold each other's feet to, like, get across water. That's what the mm-hmm. zombies do. That's how they got across at the end of the movie. <laughs> Alright, lads, let's link up, let's hold hands, yeah. and let's just get ourselves across right here. <laughs> Wickham's like, it's not gay, guys. Just so do it. So that means everything the army's been doing to burn the bridges is useless. The zombies can make their own bridge out bridge. of themselves. They are their own boats. They are their own bridge. Also, my my question is, how long did it take them to dig that trench between London and the rest of the con- uh, and the rest of the country, only for uh, it to completely not work at all? <laughs> like, how did yeah. that feel? Is it a? I mean, that's the British for you. I, yeah, I mean that's true. The M the M ninety five does speak for itself. <laughs> okay, okay. So Good Omens references daily over here. Fantastic. I wanna I wanna take you all on a little adventure. Oh, we're oh, talking boy. about the four horsemen now. I wanna take you all on a little journey. Uh-huh. I'm scared but intrigued. I'm, Please be I'm ready. I am extremely far frightened. away in the year three thousand. Not much has changed, but we lived underwater. (laughs) I knew that was coming. I knew it. (laughs) 
And your great 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 granddaughter. Daughter. She's doing just fine. fine. <laughs> I'll end you. <laughs> I second that motion. Listen, some of us still have that CD in our cars, okay? I don't I don't even know what y'all are referencing. Some of us still have but a Jonas Brothers the... poster hung up in their apartment. God bless. This is a Jonas Brothers reference? <laughs> yes. I don't I don't watch JoJo Bizarre Adventure. Don't talk to me about this. Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Well, I assume that they're from the same universe, you know. Anyway. God. The four horsemen of the apocalypse are actually just like uh, time travel tourists. <laughs> no. And they've come back from the future and they're just here to see like the most fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. Which is why, which is why they just like fucking disappear and vanish consistently. They always they're they're foretold to show up at like the worst bits of time. They're they're not like signs of the worst things that come. They're history students. Now here's the thing: you've brought up time travel. So at what point does a doctor factor in? He's there. He's Collins. He's, Were you not paying attention? He's wet lettuce. He's <laughs> wet lettuce. <laughs> Fully just embodies oh, yeah, so, so the, the this character. Is, you know, th- this is a... Uh... He did that pocket watch thing. He doesn't remember, mm-hmm. so he's just become, you know, quite yeah. gross. This is obviously, like, a weird alt- alternate timeline. So they're like, hey, yeah, you know, we're here in this time. Zombies, whatever. And they're like, guys, is, is that Matt Smith? Is that fucking Matt Smith? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, I don't know, let's... I mean, let's let's watch closer. What is he? How is he? How is he here? Is this a genetic clone? What was he doing? Is he here in character? Is he researching? <laughs> What's happening? It's like oh, oh no, oh, he's oh. a shitty asshole in this one. Ugh. Oh damn it, he's immortal. <laughs> they're you know they're 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 like, should we save Matt Smith in this one? It's like mm, don't know. Nah. He's mansplaining the Bible to a bunch of women. <laughs> There's like, oh, leave him. Gonna have to leave him. Cut that one out. So, Let's skip ahead to the wedding. Wait. Uh, oh. Mm-hmm. No. No. Now. Now I'm thinking. Now I'm thinking because uh, so far we've watched uh, technically two things that contain uh, uh, the uh, representation of the four horsemen. Because if you remember, Emily. Uh, we have mentioned in our uh, previous episodes about the Umbrella Academy that the guy who plays our Lord and Savior Raymond Chestnut, King of Kings, mm-hmm. tolerator of Allison, mm-hmm. was in fact famine in Good Omens. Yes, he was. So that does bring up an interesting question. Yes. Is, are, are the four horsemen of the zombie apocalypse the same four horsemen of the regular apocalypse in Good Omens? Well, there's also four horsemen in Supernatural and those guys are different. That is true. Mm-hmm. No matter so. what, this is very important. Death is always going to be Jeff from the Wiggles. <laughs> oh, of That's, course. We, we got to make sure like that is put down. That's consistent. Absolutely. Yeah. Neil, Neil Gaiman, be taking notes. I expect, if, listen, I expect to see it. If he, took off, if he took off the helmet, there would be Jeff. <laughs> I have a mental image and it is great. I have I mental just... illness. <laughs> I mean, five minutes and I've got a very good picture to put in chat. Oh, good. (laughs) Absolutely. I really hope it's what I think it is, Harry. I'm putting something together right now. Continue your discussion. 
Oh, oh yes, of course. Uh, I'm very out of date on my Wiggles lore, so I'm not exactly sure what Powell's Jeff of Death would have. <laughs> well, he puts people to sleep permanently. Kind of a kind of a hypno sort of thing. He yeah. Puts them in a, the eternal slumber. Not even the greatest songs in the universe can we. Wake him, can stir. The great Jeff. <laughs> I really like my mic to stop falling down. That'd be great. Mm. Do you have a stand for it? No, it is just stuck in my shirt because it is just my headphones. Kaylee, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm struggling. If my audio is shit, just uh, that's don't okay. bother. Okay, so um, do we have any last theories? Any last follow-ups? Anything um, like that? I don't know. I'm very busy over here. Mm. <laughs> just, what are you? Cr- don't don't are worry you cr- about it. I need to know what you're making. Sorry. I need to know what you're about crafting. Soon enough, you'll see it soon enough. You know, if you don't tell me, I'm going to talk about wet lettuce more. Let's take a minute and discuss what Mrs. Mrs. Featherstone was going to tell Lizzie at the beginning of the movie. Ooh. Mm. Oh, I like this. Mm-hmm. Um, Wiccan's a great <laughs> guy. You should really find him. Hey, Liz, watch how fast I can make my head explode. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was beaten to it. She's just like, have you ever wanted to live forever boom no i'm good hey liz do you love the color of the sky stop (laughs) have you have you ever seen the end of kingsman (laughs) is my closet cosplay barack obama (laughs) excuse me his head explodes in that movie Man. Have you heard of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? <laughs> Wait, oh no. Sorry, I got the tone on. Have you heard of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? <laughs> then her head explodes. She sees the gun pointed at her. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> yeah. Hello, Liz. Would you like to come join our zombie church? Zerch. I Zerch. hate you. Uh, we have many great pamphlets about Zerch. Would you like to change religions? I've got a free book written by Jesus. Incredible. Josh Gad's best role. Okay, please enjoy the worst thing I've ever made. Oh no. Worst objectively or (laughs) I'm fabulous. All right. Um, here's here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do an outro, and then I'm going to describe this horrible fucking picture. <laughs> so, uh, you can find us at Anchor.fm/slash/LetMeExplainPodcast. That's all one word. Let me explain podcast. You can find us at LMEPod as our Twitter. What about you, all Pride, Prejudice, and Podcasts? What's your yeah, Twitter? Yeah, what do we have? Uh, you can find us on Twitter or, or on Instagram at AustinPod, and we have links to our podcast from there. Perfect. Great. All right. Now, Ari. Yeah? We are going to be doing peer review critiques mm-hmm. on what you brought into class today. <laughs> I need um, to I'd know like... I cannot handle constructive criticism at this time. How does this make you feel? Dude. <sighs> 
I feel like God has abandoned me <laughs> in this moment. Here's what the image looks like, everybody. We see a dark image of a hooded, cloaked figure. Within that hood is the face of Jeff Wiggles, smiling. His eyes crinkling around the corners, the weathered wrinkles on his face from age. Across his chest is a large scythe, and the words captioned, fruit salad, yummy, yummy. Thank you for listening to our wonderful extra special Halloween episode of Let Me Explain and Pride, Prejudice, and Podcasts. Bye, everybody. <laughs>